I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. First perspective. I mean, if I just looking at the screen right now, we have France with Anna, right? We have uh, Maria from Bulgaria and then Christina from from the Netherlands. No, Moldova. <laughs> I'm not going to go to Denmark, but I, no, I'm not going to go. <laughs> but, uh, and for the sake of the diversity, I'll be Lebanese today. So it's not a... Okay, so we're recording. Girls, thank you for joining the show. Um... Now I'm gonna just let you introduce yourself. So you are organization. Can you tell us a little bit about it? All right. So we are uh, you are, and um, we have uh, made this NGO uh, to help people who are been subject of violence. Uh, mm -hmm. We are fighting against all kind of violence, and uh, uh, we are concentrating on Bulgaria, on Bulgaria because. We believe that um, it is an important uh, problem in our society, and uh, especially when it comes to foreigners uh, who have come to Bulgaria and due to, let's say, language barrier or other barrier, cultural barriers, they have no one to turn to in case they have uh, been subject of, of violence. Okay. When, when did it start? When did it start? Well, it started officially on the 5th of November. We registered the organization. And uh, for now, we have had only one of the events, which was uh, to present the organization. So when we are going to have a series of other events, which will be concentrating on therapy, consultations, and workshops, and educational programs, uh, to which we'll like actually counter the issue and what are the possible solutions that people can find okay okay sounds okay now now so it's pretty recent it's a pretty recent uh, organization so congratulations on the registration um why, something about the name why did you decide to call it you are well our other mission let's say or goal it's to empower people it's to make them feel better about themselves. Okay. So um, to us, you are as a name represent that goal. So, and it also can be used to show people how amazing they are. Okay. And um, we also want to bring uh, people the idea of how beautiful you are as an individ individual, 
or for example how strong you are each of us so i think that's that's why the the name okay so you go, going back basically we're going back to the individual right so like the strength is within you first and then to community correct that's yes of course like first i think you need to find this power in yourself mm -hmm. and then as soon as you realize how uh, how great you are within yourself you can actually do something more and you can be a part of a healthy society and community. Okay, but where did it come from? Well, how, how do you guys think about it? Where did the idea come from? Um, actually, um, it came from uh, this summer. Um, you know, this year we, had a, we were hit by a very nice pandemic. And after <laughs> the, the first wave, uh, um, who ended up around June, I think, we decided, me, Chris, and another bunch of people to go to the seaside to rest a bit and um, we managed to have such a nice vibe such a good mood within our small team we were like six people um, we really had 10 amazing days where we all were rest and uh, uh, full of uh, joy a joyful moment a lot of fun we had there and uh, with another girl who was uh, uh, making her own a jewelry and creams and so on, we decided, so why not trying to create workshops around it? Yeah. So it started with a workshop uh, idea. Um, we tried to uh, make some things on our own. It was not very successful, to be honest. It was <laughs> we had lots of fun, uh, still, <laughs> still enjoying each moment. <laughs> and the, the thing was to uh, share this uh, these good vibes and these good moods around to try to um, show people that you know what even if you fail you are still beautiful and you're still uh, a great person and we wanted to start with a workshop and little by little when talking around us we decided okay we have to create a community maybe we can go to the um, uh, organization where we want to uh, fight against violence as well because this is more or less part of it. And, uh, and then Maria joined us, uh, yeah. beautiful personality as well. <laughs> no, I, I, yeah, I, I, like the vibe. I like the positivity, you know, like the vibe about it, like all, all everything about this association just is like, if, if you, if you want to get PTSD or depression, you just turn on the TV or, or the news, right? <laughs> but then your organization comes in and then just tries to put something. So you, you spoke, uh, Anna, you spoke about some workshops uh, and uh, that it started with those workshops. I think, Chris, if you can give us some details about the activities that you're providing with people to people. Yeah, we have different things in mind. Um, of course, if we're talking about fighting against the violence, we have a therapist and we have lawyer consultations for All people right. who, need, who need that. Mm -hmm. And... Um, Except this, we want to organize different kind of workshops in order to exactly bring this positive vibe and empower people again. Um, so we have um, do-it-yourself do-it-yourself natural cosmetics workshop. We have um, crochet workshops, and uh, um, I think we have even art therapy when people can go there and create something themselves. You know, so maybe it's not going to be a piece of art but it's going to be something you do um, for yourself, yourself. Mm -hmm. Oh, this so, was bad. Can we remake it? 
<laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, no, but yeah, no, the idea, the idea, the idea actually is yes, if if I'm if I'm if I'm summarizing a little bit, so you guys just went together and you decided to put in a, to put in a little bit of more uh, of a uh, practical, I would say, way of uh, fighting, uh, whether it's domestic violence, whether it's violence at work, whether it's violence in society in general, right? And so basically by empowering people to discover some hidden talents or by empowering them to create, right? That's the, the create something exactly. around their, their ideas. To you're find themselves in a way that is uh, like, uh, on one way, empowering, on another, inspiring, and right. so they can express themselves in different, uh, like known for them till now, uh, mm. ways. Yeah, because we all have talents. <laughs> yeah, ex exactly. We all have talents, and especially now in COVID. I mean, I started this podcast in COVID. So, so, but so on your line of work, I don't know if uh, if the statistics that we're reading are true about uh, domestic violence, about uh, depression at work about uh, working from home kind of uh, schizophrenia when when people are working from home they're losing the identity uh, when they're working in their companies so what would be the impact that you're feeling on the on the field of covid to what is it that you're in your line of work well covid has uh, brought many challenges i think to our society and uh, not only like in the field of work or like how to organize process but as well in the relationships with people in all this like families communities all this was like in a social isolation and uh, according to the official statistics which we can rely uh, i would say completely when it comes to the world health organization and who work actually in the field for much more longer than us for a bulgarian case they have been seven women who were killed uh, by their loved ones or by a family member during only the first two months of pandemics which is like, and this is only registered for women. Uh, there are no statistics for men as well. And okay, we cannot say that it's a common thing, but still we see that uh, COVID has uh, challenged even our capabilities of uh, staying on our own. We are individuals. We are with this idea that I'm on my own. I don't owe anyone anything and they don't owe me anything but we see that we need each other. And this is what we believe that um, is part of our as well goal to show people that develop yourself, find yourself, and we're here for you. You have a community to relate to, to talk to, to feel safe and uh, to support you. So it's really a challenge. And especially with this lack of, um, personal meetings of interaction that we're used to so we have to go online we always have to spend all the time in front of the screens be it phone or computers and mm. uh, it's really a really big challenge but I, I believe that uh, at the same time it shows us that we can unite and we can stand together and we can find new ways to be more creative yeah I think so, the, most, the most important I think the most important um uh, aspect of human nature that this COVID crisis tackled is the life in community, 
right? So we're social animals and we used to live in communities. So you have your community at work, you have your community with friends, you have your community at your special event or association, right? And now you're deprived of all this and you have to be in, in between four walls because either you're on a quarantine or you're, there's a curfew in your area or something like this. So what you're touching on is, is I think, critical. But um, so I'm interested now, uh, what would be your next, uh, like your next practical projects? Like, are we talking about what workshops, therapy groups? What are we So um, just quickly to add on what Marina said, um, according to the uh, United Nations, the violence doubled in case of emergency situation, in case of any pandemic is one of those. So when we talk about seven women, it's around the double that means they have, which wow. is a lot, it's, it's really a lot. So just to give a, an idea of the rate. Um, regarding the ideas of development, so um, of course we want to develop more uh, workshops. We really have a lot of ideas uh, and uh, actually a lot of people reaching also out to us every time we start to speak about it, uh, people getting interested and wants to have more workshops. Um, for now, we want to be specialized in English, but we'll see uh, in the future how this will goes on. And um, also, uh, we this is uh, something we would like to do, but it's not like immediate now. We would like to have a shelter. Uh, for you to know, as of today in Sofia, only we have only eight beds uh, for crisis centers that are available. Mm -hmm. uh, for domestic violence, in case of domestic violence, which is not so the place when you talk about person. sorry mm -hmm. to interrupt when you talk about a shelter. So you mean like a place where somebody can go if they're facing domestic violence, and then they can just go there, and that's it for now. Yes, uh, yes, they can. So there is the actually shelter. There is none in Sofia. There is only crisis centers, which are mm -hmm. two different things. The crisis center is where you go right when something is happening and you don't know where to go and you can have there and uh, it's more like for short term and if you have if it's on the long run it's going to be a shelter so these are the two differences and there is no here there is only eight place in a um, uh, crisis center in sofia so but that's also something uh, more to debate in the future and eventually for sure for 1.3 million inhabitants in sofia this is nothing there is absolutely nothing there and also the other part that we would like to develop is the educational program for uh, families and kids, uh, schools and so on, because there is really a lack here. And there is something um, we really want to strike violence at the very first stage, okay. uh, not only when it's too late, but maybe to prevent it as well, uh, in somehow, some way, because there's really lack of knowledge uh, around it. Okay. So that's our idea. All right. So, are the, are the I think you have a next event. You we spoke about this uh, earlier when we met, but you have a next event coming up, Chris. Is that right? Yes, we have a next event coming up on twenty fifth of November. Um, it's going to be a short online event since um, people less and less people are gathering now in the big groups. So we want to move it fully online, so everyone is safe and everyone stay healthy. And it's going to be um, in a format of a webinar. So I think we're going to have three, so far what we discussed, we're going to have three topics. Um, mm -hmm. We're going to have people present those topics. And then after each topic, we're going to have a short discussion with the audience. Uh, 
Okay. And uh, uh, let's see how it goes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So far, so far, this is it. <laughs> this is good. This is good. Well, well, I think I think hosting it online is something that uh, people will be uh, sensitive to, and actually, it will give you more reach in case you cannot host. It yeah, online. nowadays I think it's it's better to do it online. Yeah, yeah, especially with what's going on right now. I think the, the there are new cases rising up in Bulgaria. I don't know how much. Uh, I don't know if we're gonna really stay until the 12th, or I think it was the, until the 12th of November, the the first uh, thing. And uh, Maria, maybe yes, you. Yes, but I know that there has been a new order of the ministry, so they're going to change like the conditions. But uh, the bars uh, will stay like uh, open only until 11:30. Yeah. They will continue with uh, like the closed discos. It's questionable whether till 8 of December all this will change. They're still discussing it, so for now it's really, I mean, uh, not clear what will happen with the presidential and there are all these limits for people in the same mm -hmm. room, number of people, and this is the reason why we want to make sure that we not only follow, let's say, the ministry and the governmental uh, laws and uh, yeah. rules, but we yeah. also make sure that people are safe for real and mm -hmm. like, uh, yes, of course, that yeah, you're not you're gonna not be one problem by creating another one, you know, like exactly, <laughs> exactly. We want to, to solve problems as much as we can. Like, come, come, come here, you'll feel safe with us, and then somebody gets the COVID, you know, like that. <laughs> we won't that take those risks. That would be a shame. Well, listen, this is this is really awesome, like this, uh, the, this thing, and I think, I think what I can. From, from a first perspective, I mean, if I just looking at the screen right now, we have France with Anna, right? We have uh, Maria from Bulgaria and then Christina from the, 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 from the Netherlands. No, Moldova. <laughs> I'm going to joke and say Denmark, but I, no, I'm not going to joke. <laughs> but, uh, and for the sake of the diversity, I'll be Lebanese today. Look, so it's not a, you know, like it's, I could be French as well. But um, I think. <laughs> What, what, what do you what would you say would make this initiative different from what already there is there maybe you want to touch a little bit each on your personal background what motivated you to to, to do this and how can also we can help like what, what are the things that you want to convey about this so I don't know Maria you want to start with you maybe well okay to me uh, i believe that even though i am local let's say i have spent the past uh, like five years almost abroad so i have been in the international community myself in different countries i've seen how it works i've seen sometimes how you feel like an outsider from the locals because they don't want to integrate you or like even they, they say, yeah, you can, you can, you're part of us, you're always welcome and everything. When you have a real issue, yeah. uh, actually you can rely only on the international people. So, I mean, the friends that you have and like sometimes there are very nice local people that can help you. I have amazing friends in different countries that were always there for me. But uh, this is the reason why I believe it's my responsibility to try to do it here as well. So when Chris called me and said, you know what, we're thinking about this. Are you interested? I was like, of course, I'm in 100 percent because uh, the cause is something that uh, really is um, urgently needing 
uh, asked to address it, to talk about it, not to postpone anymore because we have pandemic, we have, we don't know what we're going to have in like next yeah. year, but for sure, those are challenges that the longer they stay in our society as issues, the deeper they get and the less we can solve them. So I believe that because of this, uh, personally, I haven't been uh, subject to violence and I feel lucky, but I have friends uh, from different countries, from different uh, like uh, cultural backgrounds, I would say, that have experienced it. And I really felt helpless at a certain point because I was looking for answers. I was looking for what can I do? And I couldn't do much. So this is the reason why I was like, okay, this is my chance to do something about it. Even with education, uh, by educating the younger generations and the families exactly how to communicate in a non-violent environment, this is something that step-by-step will change everything. So (laughs) that's what are my convictions. And this is what I decided that we will stand for uh, like as an organization and the girls support me on this. Like I support them, they support me. (laughs) And this is how it goes. (laughs) Christina, how did it start for you? Uh, For me to be, to be honest, as a kid, I always wanted to be a part of something, you know, something bigger, something valuable. And well, I never had a chance. Like, Sorry? You want a rock band? I don't know, like, to start a band. <laughs> <laughs> No, something even more important than that. Yeah. And I never actually had the, I never had the chance to do something like this. So when we came out with the idea about the community and later on as an NGO, I was like, I would love to do that. And um, why this particular topic? Because I do have experience with violence. And for me, it's still very, yes, personally. So it's still very fresh. So I think that topic um, basically really touched me in a way. So I was like, I think if, if I would have someone when I was a kid who could show me the way or who could teach me um, or how to deal with that or how to prevent that, maybe I would never be in the situation I was before. So for me, it's like, I do want to help people and I do, I don't want people to be in those kind of, um, Mm. in those kind of situations at all. So I'm, I'm sorry. It's very, it's still very, I know if it's emotional for me to speak about that (laughs) gets for you it's as personal as it gets so good okay we'll give you a break Anna (laughs) yeah I will jump in (laughs) (laughs) um, I have uh, as you said I'm French I'm also German uh, actually so the international community it's for me uh, (laughs) since a kid Mm -hmm. Uh, my mom always makes sure that we are uh, traveling enough, not far, but at least around in England a lot or whatever. I'm living next to Belgium, Germany, Austria, and so on, just to, to see a bit around how is it uh, made in other countries and so on. So, yeah, I'm also, I have been living in Bulgaria since seven years now. I've been living in other countries in the past. Yeah. And um, I'm, <laughs> in this kind of way, I'm a bit like this. It's uh, uh, also a personal topic. I was also a victim of violence in the past. Um, but I have to be honest, I had a mother that truly 
uh, raised me uh, with a lot of uh, power as a woman. And uh, I don't think I would have managed to be where I am right now okay. if, uh, if my mother wouldn't have raised me the way she did, to be really honest. Okay, it, it was also a therapy, therapeutical moment and so on, of course, <laughs> but still. Um, creating an NGO was something for me that I always wanted to do. And somewhere, somehow, I lost it in the, you know, money-making and so on. You need also to have your, your background and to have your assets, uh, assets uh, in place. Um, and now that finally we have some times because we don't have so much social life anymore, yeah. obviously, with the pandemic. So we well, managed to find you're, time out. You're like born two weeks ago, you know, like you guys are. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the idea started to be created in July. So it took us yeah. uh, two months. I think it's uh, very good. We are really working a lot on this. And uh, um, uh, actually, it was Chris who first came out with the idea of the NGO. And I was like, uh, she called me one day and she was like, Let's do that, create an NGO. And I told her, dude, this is my dream since I'm a kid to create an NGO. So mm. of course I'm I'm I mean like there is no no and for this topic, it's really a, an amazing topic. I think we have a, a lot to share and a lot to prove. And uh, uh, I, yeah. I really hope uh, that uh, um, this will be a good outcome, to be honest. Well, let's let's dive into a couple of things. Uh, obviously, uh, the whole project is very personal for, for you guys because you uh, yeah, of course you you driven it from uh, like the a need is the mother of all creation. That what they say, right? So when there's a need, basically people start uh, engaging and start uh, creating. Um, I think I, there are we spoke about this before, uh, like uh, during the during some uh, events uh, what can you say to people about identifying how how could how can people identify whether they're in a violent situation or whether it's just a casual uh, situation where it's just because of covid or just because of something else when when would you tell people to start really like engaging because you, in in i imagine if if we're going to talk domestic violence violence i don't imagine a couple during COVID that at least didn't have at least one fight like it's not physical but i think somebody said things that they didn't Quarrel. mean to say right or somebody i mean you, you don't have to be physical about violence for it to be violent right so what would you say to people to identify uh when it's just a moment and then we make up and then it's not what defines the couple or when it's actually a pattern to something that could occur and occur and occur and occur and happen and happen. Well, you're giving the answer here. <laughs> exactly. Uh, exactly. Exactly. I would add that, for instance, as well, like the pattern and the pattern, uh, even without going to the pattern, uh, it's about the way we're communicating. And even okay. though we're frustrated, even though we could be depressed, even though we could be stressed, we could be under pressure and everything, and we might say mean things, even the way you say those mean things is already, you can notice the intonation, you can notice the, the whole behavior mm -hmm. of the person. Like You just stop for a second, you look at this person, and this is the person who loves you or who says he loves you or she loves you. So if this person saying something in like unconsciously you will know it 
that it wasn't conscious. That was something on his mind or her mind that they didn't mean uh, to say this way, but it just came out because they were stressed too. So even like from this, you can already feel whether it's something that will stop here and we can just say, I'm sorry, I didn't yeah. mean that. Or like, I didn't mean what I said the way I said it. And I didn't mean it to like uh, come this way. Uh, if it's something that like afterwards, you just like, you know, put it back in the your wardrobe with skeletons or whatever you want to call it yeah. or under the shit, it's like, and you forget about it. And like in a week or two or three, it comes again and it becomes exactly this pattern that you described. Yeah. So this is very, very crucial to to feel whether it's something that is like not simply because of the weakness of the other person no, that okay. has come out in this moment, but okay. it is, let's say, something that is going to explode later mm. on. Mm. But it's very sensible and it's not something that you can catch right away. It's not something that you're prepared, especially if you haven't been before mm. that uh, and you haven't experienced this before. And so, especially if you're also in love and you tend exactly. to forgive and forget and uh, let go and uh, go on and, and, go on and go on. Yes, yes. exactly. Okay, so basically, yeah, yeah, emotions are. I, I, I was personally in the, in this situation where actually I was in a couple where we spent let's let's put it this way we spent half of the time hurting each other, but the other half of the time apologizing for it. Mm -hmm. Go on for like a period of one week where things are very heated, and then you have three months of peace, and then it comes mm -hmm. back. Three and then, and then you realize you realize actually that it's actually a, a pattern to something. And then when you exactly. part, when you end the relationship, it's actually better for everyone. Like mm. the first week, is yes. like, okay, I miss her. She misses me. Uh, I love you. You love me. Yeah, okay. But then you're like, <laughs> you know, I'm like free. you're yes, you're you're like lost thirty kilo. But mm. it's not only about uh, the relationship in a couple. I believe that it's also in families uh, sometimes. Yeah. And especially with the lockdown, we it, there is no registry and there is no statistics precisely about this because it's something personal. It's a it's private life, uh, just like with the couples. The it's the incidents that become registered into the statistics. But what happens inside a house or inside an office or inside anything, it's like a private matter and it's uh, a ground that we cannot fully intervene. But what I can say, it is that each relationship in, um, in our life shall be constructive, not destructive. The moment the relationship becomes destructive and toxic, it that's is when you understand that it's, mm. that's it. It should be the end. Be it yeah. with the parent, yeah. be it with the partner, be it with the colleague. It doesn't mm, matter. Friend, whatever. It can be friend, anyone. Whatever. Yes, exactly. And it's not something that means that the other person or you are criminals. No, it's just that you're not suitable together, that you cannot do it together. And that's it. You have to accept it and you have to try in the best way to move on. Because if you start hurting each other consciously, this is something already that crosses the normal boundaries of communication and relationship between people. Yeah. I believe that we're the line is very, very, uh, very, very thin. 
Yes, the line is very, very thin. thin and very blurry, but it's very easy to cross it. And in the situation of stress, it really increased uh, uh, the risk a lot, to be honest. Yes, even mm. though we have spoken, and I believe that most of us have seen the whole like uh, instructions of how we stay united, of how we should support each other, somehow we still have this like switch and we go to more the wild part than the human part. And we have to, um, to me, this is the empowerment that uh, also is very important to find the human being in yourself and to empower it to be the better part of you to be the best what you can so, so three things three or four things you can say to somebody in order just to prevent those situations what are the first uh, things you can say to, to anybody like uh, whether whether it be a 15 year old kid who's watching this or whether it's a woman at work or somebody or a colleague or whatever it is can you give like three or four things just to help them identify and prevent what we can go through um one of the first thing I would say is like, if you start to feel uncomfortable, mm. and it can be sometimes unconsciously, but if you feel something is not okay, it's already an alarm, and you have to listen to it. When you see a red alarm, you have to think about it. Mm. You have to be aware about the, the, this, and even if it's becoming um, repetitive, it's getting, getting more and more wrong. You should be at the very first stage, the first red alarm, you know, you have red alerts sometimes, the first red spots when you find it. And listen also to the others. Sometimes people are telling you, are trying to speak to you. Uh, yeah, uh, for me, it's like sharing. It's very important as well, because like when you're closed in your own kind bubble. of like circle, bubble, yeah, you and your partner, only your family, you don't see how the thing should be done in the right way. So sharing these feelings, sharing this, um, emotional being un uncomfortable with someone else and someone else can give you some insight about okay this is not right or it can be done different way so you actually start realizing that okay there is a problem and I need to somehow find a, find a solution okay. so for me and this kind of sharing is also very important for don't, people to me the third thing is not to push yourself beyond your limits we are used to be thought yes to be tough to be strong to be like mm -hmm. be the woman or a man you you can be sensible we all have emotions we all have difficulties accepting certain realities certain things so it's not a weakness that you're going to be emotional and if someone tries to somehow punish you or like make you feel uncomfortable for this it's wrong it's it shouldn't be like this. Don't push yourself because of the social, uh, let's say, rules or like limits that are imposed on us because yeah. we are human beings. Yeah, my therapist was always saying that you have to put clear limits and to respect them. Yeah, absolutely. For absolutely. yourself as well. And I, can, and I can say it from experience. I've been in, in, uh, in situations where actually the damage of uh, staying, whether it's a business relationship or even a work uh, relationship or even a personal relationship, the damage of staying in it was higher than the damage of taking the hit and leaving. Getting out of it, right? like yes. You might, have to, you might have a very tough breakup, right? Like, oh, and it kills you for three months and you cannot sleep and you cannot eat and whatever, and you miss the person. But that tough breakup just spared you 10 years of 
misery miserable yeah. and, so, and so right like it's i think i think when you come to the realization that sometimes even for kids or even for uh, your colleagues at work or even even in leadership situation in startups or in companies departing sometimes is the is the like not it's not called quitting oh you're quitting on us no i'm not quitting i'm just making sure stepping that, away <laughs> i'm yes, stepping I'm away sure. and imagine if you have kids in the middle you yes. have an unhealthy relation and then you have kids and you show the unhealthy way of how to be in a relationship to your kids and then this continues. And you damage them. Uh, and this yeah. is a vicious circle which is never ending. You ending, know? You show yes. it to the kids and kids showing afterwards. So yeah. Not only. Yeah, and they, they have child. only two choices. Either they will become a victim or they will become the perpetrator, let's say, of this. Either a predator so, or a predator. Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. So it's... And I would say that as well, just the last uh, thing that comes to my mind, it is uh, to not judge, to mm. not judge yeah. in order not to be judged. Stay open-minded because yeah. whatever yeah. it is, like don't judge yourself, don't judge the other person in such a way that like, okay, uh, that is like a killer or something like that. If he just is being rude and he sees that, yeah it's out of his comfort zone and just you cannot get along okay mm -hmm. say okay it's not a bad person just it's not my person we cannot get into a dialogue with you let's move on you follow your path i'll follow mine and yeah, not, everybody, not, everybody that, not everybody that rejects emotionally the other person becomes instantly a criminal you know like it's not a exactly It's okay it's, to discover. It's okay to discover after five years of marriage that that's not the person you want to spend the next 25 years with, without absolutely. having to absolutely or break the stuff or the house above their heads, right? So okay, listen. I think uh, what? How can people get in touch with you? Your Facebook page. Yes, we have a Facebook page. We're working on the website right now. I'll include it in the links. And then, uh, and then I think I think we this is a wrap up. So people will get in touch with you on Facebook page. The event on the 25th of November. Yeah. Correct. Yes, we're, there will be more information yes. published on the Facebook page Facebook as well. Page. We're working on a website soon. We'll announce it as well. Just hopefully we're as well a little bit, right. you know, uh, yeah. not behind, we'll but like. Yes, because of the COVID, it also in the takes working time. Process. It's yes, fine. <laughs> yes, it's just. Yeah. Thank you for joining, and thank, I'll make thank sure. Thank you for having us. Yes, Yo, thank you very much for inviting us. You're welcome. Happy to be part of this. Happy to be part of the people that are going to just propel you into the dangerous world of. <laughs> no, no. But I mean, like that's that that that's some real things you're dealing with. It's not like uh, that's that's some really real intense things and intense situation you might be dealing with. So good luck with that, and thanks for being on the show. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Bye. Thank you for watching this video. I hope it brought you some value. If you would like to engage, please leave a comment in the comment section. You can also click the subscribe button and activate notification to receive the updates on this channel.
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.